the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's a couple minutes after 4. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. Thank you for tuning in. Kind of humid on the cloudy side today. A little sunshine at times, 85 the high. Down to 73 tonight. Tomorrow, some sun and clouds, hot, humid, and a high of 92. Phillies with another win. A fan could get used to this. They swept the Pirates four games in a row yesterday. 8-2, the final. Got a couple of runs early and kept that up and wound up winning easily. Phillies interim manager Rob Thompson on their offense. JT with a big hit. Castellanos with a big hit. Um... So, yeah, that kind of set the tone. And, and then, you know, they scored the one, and we waited a couple of innings, but then we got had the big five-run inning and then added on later. So it was good. It was good. It's a good day. Um, I thought we ran the bases well. We went first to third and a couple of times. Castellanos on Gamble on basic left field. So overall, Sauter made a heck of a play up the middle. Didi made a great play in the ninth on the double play ball. All in all, it was a real good team win. A lot of in every every phase: offense, defense, pitching. Phillies interim manager Rob Thompson, Alec Bohm, who has gradually been making progress over time, had four hits and uh, talked about the fact that he's been improving over the course of the season. I believe if there was no bad, there wouldn't be any good. So, you know, that's just the polarity of a baseball season. You know, you're going to have bad stretches, you're going to have good stretches, and. Uh, think just taking the most that you can from those bad stretches and that's what makes the good ones you know worth it Alec Boom of the Phils they are off this evening then they take on the Braves starting tomorrow that's a pretty important series coming down to the last couple of months of the season and the Braves are one of the teams in contention for a playoff spot as are the Phils uh, as far as the Eagles though they're getting ready for the regular season they have training camp going and Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni talked about what he's seeing so far in training camp from the offense and the passing game I think that uh, we're, it looks pretty good right now. Um, that we're going with the right place with the football. We we have guys that are making contested catches. Um, you, would you would you want to eliminate a couple of the turnovers? Absolutely. There's a couple too many turnovers in there. Um, that's where my my biggest concern is. But spacing's been good. Um, I've said it a couple times in the meeting room. Uh, this is exactly how this is play is supposed to look. This is exactly how this play is supposed to look. And and I think about that, how much further ahead we are than we were last year at this time. Um, but with that being said, uh, it, it's you're always working to get better at this time. And, um, you know, right now I'm pleased um, just because, again, like I said, the timing of the quarterbacks, the contested catches by the receivers. Um, and you know what? The defense is making us work to get everything that, that we can get because they, they look good right now as well. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni on the state of the team thus far 
in training camp as far as the Eagles go. Victoria, how you doing? How was your weekend? Good. Anything special over the weekend? Yes, I had a wedding with a friend. You got uh, married? No, my oh. friend did. And oh. it was a very beautiful uh, backyard event. It wasn't overly hot and humid, which was very, very nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah Saturday was... In the, July, you never know. Maybe the best. That's right. I think Saturday was the best day of the weekend. It Yesterday was. wasn't bad, but Saturday was like... Even breezy. Less muggy, wow. yeah. No so, bugs biting you. Yeah. At least not me. I didn't get beat. Uh, the bugs eaten. bit me yesterday. <laughs> they did? Yeah. I DJed a, a, a baby shower, like just a little reception thing. Outside? Yeah, it was outside. Oh. And I, near the end, I was like dancing a bit. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. I'm looking down. There's these little flies like that you have at the beach. Yeah. You know, like after about two seconds, they're, oh. they're starting to get into you. I'm like, get oh. off it. Get off it. Oh, the ones that bite hurt too. Yeah. So other than that, though, we had... An oodle amount of desserts and delicious food, and it was really neat too because the the couple that got uh, married and they're having this child, uh, godly godly young couple who have made quite a turnaround in their lives uh, over the years, and it's been a pleasure to see. We've known them both for quite a long time, and it's just a beautiful thing to see. And their babies due in about uh, two weeks, so. We were able to sneak this in prior to that. Uh, for those tuning in today, we're glad to have Dr. Stephen Arterburn on the program. Uh, he is, of course, you'll know him from New Life Live, which airs at 1 o'clock each weekday on WFIL. And we're giving away a book of his called 100 Days to Freedom from Fear and Anxiety. We'll talk about that. He has two new books out as well that we're going to talk about. But it brings up a point here, Victoria. You know, folks may tune in to this show from 4 to 5. They hear the guests. We have theme days like Trivia Thursday and all that and contests, too. But the station, of course, around the clock has a lot of wonderful ministries uh, going on. And so it's uh, every now and again, we want to let people know. Don't forget, there's this program and that program. And here's what they're talking about. Do you have an example, for example? Yes, I do. People can listen to our wonderful program, Insight for Living, with Chuck Swindoll. That's right. From 9 to 9.30 p.m. Okay. On, mon- on Mondays. What is this? Right through. Yeah, oh, right the through. whole week. That's right. Every Monday week. through Saturday. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there it is. Well, there's a program guide online. But like tonight, well, it's at, and it, it's in the morning, but at the evening, too. Yeah. So, yes. uh, do you know what, what's cooking for tonight's broadcast? Yes. In well, you know, speaking of marriage, yes. you know, the, the, the topic of love, of course. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people that we love can break our trust or hurt our feelings. Hopefully sure. that won't happen if yeah. people that just get married. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, there's nothing sweeter than a humble apology. Um, yes. So, you know. I say I was wrong. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, so I don't have to do I mean, that I, at I, this I, point. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not usually <laughs> wrong. So I don't have to do either. But wait, did I say that? No. Yeah. So, so Chuck Swindoll, um, you know, t- of course, given everything that, you know, he talks about, uh, talks about broken relationships and forgiveness. So, you know, tune in for all that good stuff on forgiveness and Repairing your relationship and forgiving. Tonight at 9, that's Insight for Living. You can also get that in the morning. Some of the ministries you hear in the station are actually a couple times a day. So that's the scoop there. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll get with Dr. Stephen Arterburn from New Life Live. Chuck Spindola, as Victoria mentioned, with Insight for Living. That's a couple of times each day, 6.30 a.m. and 9 p.m. on WFIL. Back with Stephen Arterburn from New Life Live next on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It is 412 on the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL in Philadelphia. And we now welcome aboard a familiar voice, Steve Arterburn. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Tim. Thank you. And I'd like to comment on Greg Laurie's 
little devotional there before sure. I came on. Sure. He was talking about choices. I was preaching yesterday. I'm a teaching pastor at Northview Church in Carmel, and I gave this Jewish proverb that I wanted to share because it relates to his devotional, and it's this. The choice to do nothing today is the most accurate predictor of tomorrow. Wow, that's good. What do you think? What do you think? (laughs) I mean, there's so many of us, and I've been there, and I'm still there in in many ways. You know, we know what we need to do, and we just don't do it. Yeah. I I really like that, the accurate predictor of tomorrow, that— uh, you know, like what comes to mind that uh, that phrase about uh, uh, whatever is it, a wish? No, a hope without a dr- no a dream without a plan is a, is just a wish. I forget how that goes. You know what I mean? Like you're just it's in your head, but if there's nothing in in motion yeah. or how you're going to actually carry it out, it's just a wish. But, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you and would, all, you know, the, the Texas version of that is if the horse is horse is dead, get off. <laughs> Okay. So, it's all of, there. <laughs> there are a lot of good. Just want to share good ways to remember. No, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, folks will know you certainly from New Life Live, which airs on this station one to two each weekday afternoon. Also rebroadcast at twelve a.m. to one p uh, one a.m. And then there's some other times uh, on the weekend too. Founder and chairman of New Life Ministries, host of the top-rated uh, syndicated Christian counseling talk show in the country, heard on. Uh, you know, a couple hundred stations, uh, several million people a week hear it, and uh, many other endeavors, including founder of the Women of Faith Conferences. And I want to parenthetically toss out, we want to, before we hang up later, I want to make sure we talk about Lumina, because that's something we're doing this month. We're actually featuring New Life Live all month with a grand prize of that uh, tickets to see that later, to be part of that later this year. Uh, best-selling author, right. more than 8 million books in print. And I've uh, been writing about the Lord and his transformational power for many decades. And so there are two new books we want to talk about, as well as one book we're giving away this month. So can we maybe start with the book, just your, the ministry of the month this month is New Life Live. Can we start with 100 Days to Freedom from Fear and Anxiety for a moment, just so people know more about yeah. what that is? Well, uh, it's very different than the other two books, but um, the, we've done a series of devotionals, 100 Days like 100 days of character, 100 days of prayer. And so we ask everybody, what do you think is the biggest unmet need, which is what we love to be dealing with? And it was the amount of fear and anxiety out there, given COVID, what that's done to us, gas prices, inflation, all sorts of stuff that just, you know, it, it's re, it's increased the amount of fear and anxiety of folks. And so it's a devotional that I think if you'll use it, it's got tremendous uh, passages of Scripture and devotional material and great quotes by great people. I really think after 100 days, uh, you're going to find yourself in a much, much better place when it comes to anxiety and fear. As I read about it, uh, one of the things that I was reading in the materials had to do with it's not just to help you feel better to read 100 Days to Freedom from Fear and Anxiety, but actually be better. Like you're, you are actually different yeah. ha- having read it. Right. Yeah, I was uh, one of our uh, marriage intensives. I co-facilitated a group with one of our therapists. And there was a guy there just angry and uh, wife said he was angry and kids didn't like him. And, and I just said to him, hey, you know, what are you so afraid of? And he just burst into tears. He was actually a pastor. And he was so afraid of losing 
his kids and his wife. He was he was running them off instead with his anger. And so we were able to work on the fear part. And, you know, it's amazing how many people are angry. And really, it's just a result of you feel more powerful when you're angry or you're more in control of what you're afraid of. And so if we can deal with fear, uh, it helps in so many different areas. But to walk around in this day and age with fear, with there's when there's so much help available, it's just not, there's no reason to do that. And I, this is uh, just, I, I think people will love this devotion. You can get it at uh, calling us at 1-800-NEW-LIFE or Amazon or anywhere. But if you're dealing with fear, this would be a great, great way to start your day. Again, the name of it, 100 Days to Freedom from Fear and Anxiety by Stephen Arterburn. And we're giving that away every weekday uh, throughout the month of August. So you can also try to win a copy at WFIL.com. And uh, when you enter, you're also uh, qualified for this grand prize, which is the Lumina. It's actually two tickets to Lumina, this one-day women's event at the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. in early November. Uh, having the women of faith background, I, I believe you mentioned last time we chatted, you know, those women of faith conferences are, are really large, and the one difference is Lumina is going to be a little more intimate. Still large, but more intimate. Yeah, you know, rather than filling eight, 18,000 seats in arenas, uh, we're going to the Museum of the Bible where they have this state-of-the-art. Um, it's an auditorium with 365-degree uh, graphics and uh, sound system like you've never heard. So we're going to create the event there. We think it'll be unforgiven, unforgettable. And, um, you know, we've got these great uh, Jen Wilkins, like best-selling author, Bible study leader. She's going to speak, and and we're just really excited about the event because what we're trying to do is is bring people elevate women uh equip them with scripture help them see how much of a difference uh when we live and teach and engage with scripture it can make on our families and our communities and uh, i just hope and pray uh you know nicole c mullins going to speak and perform she was one of the most sought after people at women of faith, and she's just absolutely tremendous. So uh, I hope, uh, if you haven't heard about it, go to New Life, and there it is. You just click on the section on Lumina, but it is for women, bring a bus, whatever. Uh, there are only, thir- I think, 1,300 uh, seats are going to be available. So okay. very limited. It's November 3rd or 4th. Whichever one you want to go to. Nicole C. Mullen, uh, of course, I think the, the song she's most well-known for is My Redeemer, right? It really is. Very yeah. powerful song. Yeah. But little-known fact, perhaps to some, she's also the voice uh, who sings the, the Larry Boy theme song, the new one, <laughs> like the funkier one. I mean, <laughs> so, can you beat that? I mean, really. <laughs> so maybe she'll break out for a quick second just to show because you can I have hope. some fun with this too. Yeah. So, oh, folks – if folks win, uh, the grand prize includes two tickets to Lumina, uh, and then also a part of that, there's a lunch and a private tour of the Museum of the Bible and a one-year membership to the museum. So it's a really neat grand prize. That contest just went up on our site, so help yourself and be part of that. Entering to win 100 Days to Freedom from Fear and Anxiety, the uh, five-minute devotionals, 100 different topics, as well as uh, possibly the grand prize. Uh, Dr. Arterburn is our guest, Steve Arterburn, from New Life Live, and the two books we want to focus on for a little bit here now, then, in the new and the Understanding and Loving book series, 
uh, understanding and loving your bonus child and understanding and loving your child as a single parent. So you pick which one maybe is one better to talk about first to lead into the other. Well, my favorite really is the um, one about understanding and loving your bonus child because it comes from the fact that um, my previous wife um, was unfaithful. And when I confronted her, um, she divorced me. And it was a very devastating time. And, you know, with the help of God and a lot of friends, I got through that. And um, and then I married my wife, Misty. She had two boys. And then I had Madeline. And we blended our family. We also had two more. And, you know, when people come to me and say, you know, I'm thinking about blending, uh, you know, getting married. And they've got kids. I've got kids. I say, you know, that's usually not a good idea because only 30 percent of blended families survive. They 70% divorce. So um, that's horrible. And typically what you hear from someone when they are going to take on stepchildren or whatever is, well, you know, your kids better respect me because, you know, and all that stuff, which is horrible. So I said, I set out to earn their respect. I was kind of a benevolent uncle to start with. And because I wanted them to trust me, I wanted them to love me, and I wanted them to respect me, but I didn't want to demand it. So I told them, I don't want to be your stepdad, I want to be your bonus father. And so the attitude uh, where we don't expect things of them, but we do things for them to win their trust, to to win uh, their admiration and their love, that's really the foundation of that book, Understanding and Loving your bonus children. And if you haven't gone into it that way, then we help you figure out how to repair that, which, you know, many times it's just sitting down with them and saying, you know, when I got in here, I demanded your respect and I, I feel like that was probably the wrong thing to do. And I'd like a, a do over. And so there's just a lot of things in the book of how to prevent these uh, stepkids from hating you and hating their their mom or dad that brought the, them into the relationship. And for us to think that, boy, they're just going to love this when we get together, when actually they kind of view it as a hostage situation. And they go from having, you know, the room in the house where they grew up to sharing a room with somebody they don't even know. We, we've got to get into their mind and heart and soul and see, you know, how they actually are responding to this. And when we do, we win, family wins, and there's a much greater chance that this marriage is going to work because, as you know, most of the conflict is over with either kids or money or both. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, Steve Arterburn's our guest from New Life Live. You can catch a program each weekday 1 to 2 on WFIL as well as midnight to 1 a.m. Uh, by the way, at the beginning, and you know this, at the beginning of understanding and loving your bonus child, you start off and share about uh, your daughter Madeline's wedding day and the song Unforgettable, which did, did you happen to use the version that has Nat King Cole and Natalie Cole in it together? Because there is a version like that. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. Oh, I am very aware of that. And um, if you knew anything about me, you would know I have won karaoke's all over the seas. You know, when we go <laughs> we take New Life on trips, they usually do a karaoke contest. And I always use Nat King Cole's Unforgettable. Madeline's been on many of those trips, and I win, fortunately. So That's great. Uh, yes, I'm aware. 
and I and I love, of course, Natalie's version with her dad. It, it's spectacular. Yeah. But but I, I think you know there are ways for us to do things like that to have fun with our kids, and and they love you, even though when you think you they're gonna just think you're the greatest thing ever. They're thinking, who is this strange human being yeah. that I now have to live with? I've worked in radio and DJed weddings for 30-something years. And if I'm not mistaken, when the version with Nat and Natalie came out, I think he had passed. And she sang her vocals, and they were able to blend the songs together, speaking of which. Just a curious. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. A, it's a beautiful song. Uh, yeah. So now, and share this, if you would, too, because for both understanding and loving your bonus child and understanding and loving your child as a single parent, you have uh, – you, you co-write you co these, I guess, with folks that you're yeah. well familiar with. Share about you know, who's, who had input into the bonus child, and then we can jump to the single parent book, too. Well, um, also – uh, someone that blended a family. I thought that would be really important uh, that we have that. And and uh, well, and the one on the uh, single parenting, uh, Stacy is um, well. She's one of my board members now because uh, she's about the only therapist I've ever met who um, would call me and say, "Hey, um, are you doing okay?" or something after we've been together. So uh, Stacy Sadler. Um, just did a great job on single parenting. She's been one. And then uh, Connie Clark is a PhD who also approached her kids as bonus kids. And um, they're, they're just amazing uh, professionals, clinicians, but they also know how to write. And I, I think people that are looking for, man, how do I fix this or how do I do it better? Because when my wife left, I became a single parent. And, you know, I would say to anybody, what you would learn from this book is you can do this. You know, you you can, quote unquote, compensate for not having another person involved. I was the primary parent for Madeline and she lived with me, uh, which is unusual in a case. You know, usually the daughter goes with the mother and he gets some rights. But but I love this girl. I wanted her with me. And that's the way. It worked out. So a lot of things that I learned from that, uh, I want other people to know because it can be done well. And and Madeline is an example of a child who um, she's, I mean, she's she was my adopted child. And all the statistics about adoption, all the statistics about, well, just anything, she's gone against that totally. And one of the most incredible human beings uh, at 31 married and she just has character and loves the Lord and I would do anything for her. So I, I'm not, it's not like I I'm talking about like in other areas of my life, I'm talking from my failures. Uh, in these cases, I'm talking about some things that really worked with the kids and hmm. our kids, we have five, they love each other. And, you know, my wife now, she was a single parent for a while and we both uh, learned some things not ever to do as single parents. And 
we also learn some things that are really, really helpful, and all of those are in both of these books. Amen. If you're just tuning in, Steve Arterburn's our guest today on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. The ministry New Life Live is on each weekday afternoon from 1 till 2, also midnight uh, to 1. You can get a rebroadcast of that. All month, we're giving away a book, a book devotional called 100 Days to Freedom from Fear and Anxiety. And then we also have a grand prize of two tickets to Lumina, which is a new one-day women's event at the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. this November. But uh, Steve has also written a couple of new books that we're talking about, Understanding and Loving Your Bonus Child and Understanding and Loving Your Child as a Single Parent. Something you said there a second ago struck a chord with me, uh, just about being willing. It's not like you're being proud about it, but just to say, here's an area that that really worked well. And I think people need that, right? Because uh, in fact, I had breakfast with my pastor the other day and we were talking about how families need other families to look to and say, you know, it can be done. I'm struggling with how to parent or how to do this or that. So it really helps to have something to say, you know what, it can can be done. Well, one of the things that I did is I introduced Madeline to six different women that would put into her life. And everybody had a little bit different function. On her 18th birthday, uh, I had a birthday party that I didn't attend. And those six women celebrated with her. They all told her what they thought was her strongest character that they loved and uh, the best memory they had with her. And those are that's just an idea that you can do if you're a single parent bring other people along, especially if you've got boys and you're a woman. Find those male influences into their lives. I was I was with my I was a an at home parent. I didn't do a lot of speaking stuff because of Madeline. And uh women of faith, you mentioned women of faith. Uh Madeline played soccer on Saturday. So I didn't go to these big arenas uh for women of faith that I created because I needed to be home for her. But boy, has that ever paid off that I did that. So we have to make some sacrifices. But when you're the single parent, you can find the people through the church and through other places. You can find the people that provide that uh, other gender influence that you want your child to have. And and so those, that's just one of the things that we uh, write about. You know, We also write about something that doesn't work, and that is making the other parent the bad guy. Uh, you know, one of the big realizations I had was God was on my ex-wife's side because God's on everybody's side. God wants everyone to be repaired and restored. And so uh, teaching, I mean, if you resent the person that you were married to, you're essentially teaching your child how to resent you. You want to do just the opposite of that. Amen. I love that. And it really resonates. Uh, you know, again, folks tuning in, Steve Arterburn, spend some time with us today. We're chatting about the new two books, but getting a lot of wisdom along the way and a glimpse into the books. How much, uh, I was just thinking there, how much of the work of New Life Ministries is, uh, we call recovering, getting out of a destructive pattern versus, because there's a lot of counseling involved, but also, you know, preventive maintenance and or proactive growth, not necessarily just people who are having a very hard time. Well, everything that we do, and we see it as preventative. I mean, if you hear things on our program, hopefully you're listening and taking that in, and it's becoming preventative also. You know, uh, the smart people learn from other people's mistakes, and 
then there are those like me that often you're just the other people. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> learning from your mistakes. Yeah. But uh, like this on the 13th, we're doing um, a, a program for on parenting for the problems with adult children. This has been a, a real, uh, I guess, from COVID on up, it's been a, an increase in these adult children problems for whatever reason. Well, we you wouldn't say what we're doing is preventative, but it is definitely trying to meet a need that's there that hasn't been met before. And so, you know, it's it's online. You don't have to travel to be there. But when New Life started, we started in 1988. Uh, we're almost 35 years old. It was always, what is the unmet need that we could try to step in uh, and meet? We're, we're still doing that. Our first thing that we did is we had Christian psychiatric programs because people needed help, but they didn't trust, you know, secular psychiatry. And, and so we, that's what we did until insurance stopped paying for people to get treatment. And now we do it in intensives like our marriage intensive and every man's battle, uh, things like that. But if, if we are trying to meet unmet needs, we're probably a little bit behind on the preventative side, but, all of our books, the books I've written, and uh, all of the workshops that we're doing, there is this prevention element. If you go get your pornography problem taken care of, and you're able to then openly and honestly deal with your 16-year-old son, you know, you're helping to prevent that son following in your footsteps. Yeah, absolutely. Newlife.com, by the way, folks can go online to find out about all sorts of things connected to the ministry, the radio aspect, the resources, the books, the engagements and events. Uh, I had two other thoughts I wanted to run by. One is specifically in the Understanding and Loving Your Child as a Single Parent book. On page 67, one of the paragraphs is simply titled, You Are Not Alone. It's in chapter 9. And it has uh, five examples, Leah in Genesis 29, Elijah in 1 Kings 17, uh, Jeremiah, King David, and even Christ, uh, the, that idea of, of times of feeling alone. And I'm thinking that the devil loves to help each one of us feel like we are alone, either in no one understands me or that I'm the only person really dealing with this uh, or, you know, just a se- sense of separation, even the topics themselves, stuff that you're struggling with whether it's a sin pattern or just being a, you know, in a different category, perhaps, than everyone else. If you happen to have a lot of married friends and you're a single parent, you could be like, I'm, I'm just going to keep it to myself because whatever, you know, whatever. So, but you emphasize, like, you're not alone and the importance of that so that you can actually move forward, right? As opposed to yeah. feeling like I can't even get off square one. Right. Well, I will say this. Sometimes people feel alone because they are, because they – in their unmarried state have given up on groups and, you know, it's so easy to be part of a couple's group and, and, um, and then you're not a couple and you feel like an outcast. I remember after my divorce, they, these friends of mine didn't want me to be weird. And so every Sunday night we'd have couples and Steve. And so <laughs> it was such a gift uh, for me because I stayed connected. So if you are, a single parent and you are alone because you're not affiliating with in a, you know, same sex uh, Bible study or going to a support group of some time you ought to, especially you you have to go through divorce care. I mean, that's just an essential that you'd want to do, but if you are alone, then don't be alone. And when it comes to our God, you know, God says to everybody, 
if you seek me, I will be found by you. So when you are volitional and mindful about seeking God, you will find God and God will make himself known. I've seen it over and over again. But what God does most frequently is he ministers to us through the people that we bring alongside. And so we want to be sure that we as individuals are getting the kind of support and help we need so we stay healthy in doing the job as a single parent that's really, really tough to do well. A lot of people have to do it, but it's really hard to do it well. Would you say kind of revert in a reverse way, uh, you know, typically you think a person picks up a copy of whatever book because it directly affects him or her. But in the case of, you know, understanding and loving your bonus child or understanding and loving your child as a single parent, could that actually be someone who's in the circle who is affected? Could they benefit from reading it as well, even if they're not the, the central figure of the story necessarily? Well, I think they would. I mean, anytime you get information that helps somebody else, uh, then you're just increasing your ability to comfort others as you've been comforted. And I've seen a lot of people uh, develop a ministry to these single parents and um, and in blended families, and they, they weren't single parents, and they aren't from blended families, but they did it because they really wanted to help. And uh, I'm so grateful for those kind of folks. I had a guy, Mylon Yurkovich, who came alongside of me, and he really, really helped me to see I could be the parent that I wanted to be and uh, he essentially got my life uh, back to a I didn't think I could get it back after the humiliation of divorce. But God's mm. there. You bring some good people around you, and you're going to be surprised at how good life can be again. Steve Arterburn, it's been a pleasure chatting with you once again today. The books we've been talking about, primarily understanding and loving your child as a single parent and understanding and loving your child, uh, your bonus child, and they're both new. And we also are giving away a book all month long, 100 Days to Freedom from Fear and Anxiety. That's right in our homepage. You can see that. And there's a grand prize of two tickets to Lumina, a new one-day women's event at the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. this November. There's some other stuff that goes with that. So get entered for that at WFIL.com. The last thing I just want to ask you has to do with Scripture, because it's woven all throughout the things you do, the books you write, and the the counseling you give on the program each day, one to two on WFIL. The word change uh, with regard to the gospel, you know, when I think it's easy to think of the gospel message first and foremost in terms of salvation, um, and even that is a change. In uh, in Colossians, right, in Colossians 1, it talks about being rescued from the dominion of darkness and brought into the kingdom of the son he loves. So there's a change there. But that's like an event. But the change you talk about very often, from what my observation is, that it really is a an ongoing change, how a person really can change, not just initially, mm-hmm. but throughout their lives. Where did that realization come for you in your lifetime, and why is it so key with regard to the ministry of New Life Live? Well, when we started in 1988, there were three words that we I said, we're going to do these three things. We're going to connect people in redemptive relationships. So it was connection. The second thing is that we're going to we're going to look for the truth, the true truth, not not how we want to interpret things, but what's God trying to say? And then the third word was transformation. And we didn't want people to feel better. We wanted them to totally transform their lives. And if you have a transformed life, you're going to continue to transform more. Romans 12, 2 says 
that we, you know, we can let God transform. So it's God doing the transforming. We have to let him. And he, he does that by changing the way we think. So it's not just us deciding, well, I'm going to think differently. But we read God's word. We ask God, transform me. Help me to think things through in a different way, to do things and to be different. And he will do that. You will go from thinking I'm entitled to this to, hey, I don't want that. I don't need that. It's not right for me to do that. That's what transformation is all about. We see guys that that come into every man's battle. They are participating in all sorts of evil. We watch those guys walk out of there, establish a new life, and nothing is ever the same. I got a phone call. Actually, she was on the program. She said, my husband went to every man's battle after over 30 years of unfaithfulness. He came home a transformed man. We had the marriage that I never thought was possible. I'd given up on it. And we had that. And five months later, he died of a stroke. She says, I cannot thank you enough that at least I had five months of the marriage that I never dreamed possible. Now, that was a totally transformed guy. And that is possible for anybody. Wow. What a, and what a breath of fresh air, I'm sure, uh, you know, to keep fighting the good fight that you're doing each day to hear a story like that. And I'm sure you hear a lot mm. of stories like that. Uh, you oh, know, we love it. Well, and if I'm not mistaken, if, I guess it's not too late for a last minute plug, because I understand that there's actually an every man's battle workshop coming up this Saturday, I believe. Well, and the good news about that, it's online and it's less than half of what it would normally cost. You don't have to travel anywhere. And it's the only time we are going to do it online this year. So uh, if you have a sexual integrity problem, it's going to be a powerful day if you'll join us. And you just call 1-800-NEW-LIFE, and they'll tell you all about it. Amen. That's great. And again, the site, newlife.com. Folks can find out more information about all the things we've been chatting about. Steve Arterburn, great to see you again, so to speak, and talk with you. And uh, I learned something. I learned a lot listening to you, including about your karaoke abilities. That's a uh, that's nice. To know. <laughs> well, maybe we can do a unforgettable duet one of these days. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be, that'd be good. Keep up anyway, the good God work. bless you. Thanks, Tim. You okay. too. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. Steve Arterburn joining us today on the Tim DeMoss show. We have a brief break to take. We'll come back with more in just a moment. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss show. Heard weekday afternoons four till five on AM560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL.com on the app. Zach Williams and Chain Breaker, live from Harding Prison. Thank you all so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, talking... Talking about uh, that in conjunction with our conversation with Steve Arterburn from New Life Live, I was just thinking of that song and a lot of the work that New Life does has to do with chain breaking, whatever different type of addiction or struggles that a person is having, newlife.com, again, where you can find more info. We had Zach on the program a couple months ago. He was going to the Creation Festival, actually, and one of the things we had talked to him about, and we had him on last fall, too. He was in the area in October, I believe, October of 21. Uh, anyhow, we talked to him just to share a bit about his testimony, and he wound up talking a bit about the song that you just heard there, Chain Breaker. This is Zach Williams. That's the song. Here we go. 
Zach, can you take a second? Just it's on your site in a lot longer form, which is a, it's a great story. But just even to share a moment or two of of that testimony, how God got you, including how your wife played a large role in that. Yeah, I mean, you know, short story is I grew up in church. My dad was a worship leader. Um, I knew all the answers. I knew right from wrong. I knew the way I was living. You know, when I got in my adult years, wasn't the way I was brought up. And, and I just got, I got lost along the way. Uh, and I, and I got to a place in my life where I was just in deepest, darkest moments. And I remember my wife was, was like, you know, you need to make some decisions or, or we're not going to stick around. Like she can't, you know, she didn't want to be there to watch me, you know, destroy my life. And so, uh, in 2012, I was on tour in Europe. Our bus driver was scanning radio stations and I, and it stopped on a song by Big Daddy Weave. And I remember just hearing this song and thinking, wow, have I, have I missed it? Like, is it really that easy to just ask God into your heart and, and he forgives you for everything? And and that was where it started for me. Uh, in 2012, I, me and my wife got saved. We started going to church and, you know, it's been kind of a whirlwind ever since. It's kind of neat, Zach, too, because you gave up what you knew because you were in a band and all that to get right yeah. with your family, right? Even if you never played in a band again, you laid that down and look what God's yeah, done I was, since. Yeah, I was willing to do whatever at the time because I didn't, you know, I didn't want to lose it. I didn't want to lose my wife and kids. And it's funny how God gives you your wildest dreams, you know, after you start living for him. I know part of the story involves the uh, Live from Harding Prison EP including the No Longer Slave song, which has, I think, over 50 million views. What was your experience uh-huh. like in, in you know, with the incarcerated? The, and had they heard of you? Because I, I know radio goes lots of places. I've had folks on death row contact. You know, I, I think they had, um, when we went in, This we went in and ministered to some guys, and I think some of them had gone to like a, a Wednesday night uh, church type thing that they had at the prison, and they knew the song Chainbreaker. Um, you know, and that that was another one, that, that song, Chainbreaker, came out of that season for me where me and my wife were involved in a prison ministry and we were just experiencing all kinds of things that God was doing. And, and then, you know, to get to go in and take these songs into a prison and play for these men. Uh, it was absolutely amazing. You know, just the, one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. That's Zach Williams again, who joined us a couple of times in the last year. And hopefully going to have him on again. He has a brand new album coming out. I think in about a month, he has a new song called heart of God. We've played a time or two in the last week. We'll incorporate that in the days to come as well. Quick final break. We'll come back and wrap up our fine broadcast. It's the Tim DeMoss show. AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app, by the way, you can find podcasts of our programs on our homepage at WFIL.com, including that conversation uh, with Zach Williams. We had him on uh, June 2nd, if I remember correctly, is one of the podcasts and it was October something last year. Just scroll through and you can find those podcasts. Back in a second, WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. A couple minutes before the program's done here, just enough time as we go from July into August to uh, tap into one of the things we have on our site, Victoria, which is surveys, mini surveys. Yes. We do uh, questions each month, sometimes more, and sometimes there are multiple surveys you can take. Sometimes it's just for fun, but sometimes there are prizes you can win too. And so one of the questions we had in July was, I guess, what was your favorite Picnic spot, I think it was. Where was. What's your favorite place to picnic? All right. And we asked that question not because we're stalking you, not because we're going to show up and steal your food. Although, I mean, I'm not going to rule that out completely for me. Uh, but I like to be invited along. Uh, 
So where what were people answering? The, the survey ended last night. So Yeah, we had an interesting uh, bunch of answers. We had a park, very okay. general. Yes. Dorney Park, Thompson Park in uh, Jamesburg, New Jersey. Okay. Penny Packer Park in Philadelphia. Or, no, I'm sorry, Penny Pack. Penny Pack, that's yeah. Near me, Penny Pack. That's another one. Uh, Mountain, the nice mountains. Place. Fairmount Park in Philly. Sure. Uh, Naka Mixon State Park. Watch your language. Yeah. yeah. S- historic Smithville Park in East Hampton, New Jersey. And then someone said, any park where there's a creek or lake nearby, Peace Valley Park is nice. Yes. Kelly Drive near Poplar and by the water. Wow. All the different answers. That's quite a, a great spot. Quite a quite a potpourri of answers. Have you yes. been to any of those places? Do you recognize them? I have. Them? I have been to Fairmount. I have been to Pennypack. Even though I get it mixed up with one near me that's called Pennypacker. I've been to Dorney Park yeah. and Smithville or some that I recognize. All right. Yes. You did, did any one in particular you like? Or? Smithville's pretty cool. It's kind of historic and there, there's some old rustic uh, houses and buildings and whatnot there. Nice. So it's kind of near the... Uh, Pine Barrens, not too far from there. Okay. So yeah, it's cool. Good, good deal. We've done we've done about four or five of those too, including Penny Pack. And my wife loves to go when our kids are around. She's like, everybody want to go for an outing? Yeah. Like, I don't go anywhere. Well, come on, let's go. So, Picnic. Yeah, let's go. Come on, I'll pack some food. Or sometimes there are food Aww. trucks nearby. So, yeah. so take our survey. Maybe, maybe even win a prize. You can do all that at wfil.com. Alice to bag truth for life coming up next. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.